Welcome to the 31st episode in our podcast series about positive intelligence. As you remember, in episode 30, positive intelligence coach Kim Barnwell and I discussed the application of positive intelligence to women who are highly sensitive people. Now, as you know, the ultimate goal of positive intelligence is to regulate the imbalance between the left and the right brain, or to put it simply, to turn down the volume of the voices, the saboteurs, that are coming from the left brain and turn up the volume of the voices, your sages and your wiser self that come from the right brain. Now, of course, this is an oversimplification of what's really going on, because the brain is far more complicated than simply left or right. And more accurately, as the creator of positive intelligence, Shirzad Shamin says, your saboteurs live in your survive region, the brainstem, limbic system, and parts of your left brain. And your sage lives in the thrive region, the middle prefrontal cortex, the empathy circuitry, and parts of the right brain. But the left brain and the right brain simplification works for basic understanding. And the purpose of this whole uh, episode is not to talk about the details of neuroscience, but to get into how you actually apply it. So today we have an outstanding guest who specializes not only in positive intelligence, but in emotional intelligence, Dr. Donnie Lindefeld. Now, Dr. Lindefeld is an executive coach who founded her firm Metaphorsis Coaching. And as a speaker, writer, coach, and trainer, Donnie helps mid-level and senior business leaders who want to achieve more, who want stronger relationships, and want to be happier and flow with life's challenges. So welcome, Donnie, to Podcast PQ. Thank you, and hello, Charlie. I am so excited and honored to join you today. Well, Donnie, I am just absolutely excited that you are joining us, too, and I love the breadth and, and the, the depth of your experience and your educational background. But, you know, to start out with, uh, tell us again, you know, I gave you a tiny bit of an introduction, but tell us who you are and, and what do you do? Okay. So I am a Pennsylvania native. I uh, fled to Southwest Florida with my family about well, we're coming up on 20 years now, and we did that to basically trade blizzards for hurricanes. Um, just love being outside and, and on the water as much as possible. And in Pennsylvania, you get maybe five good, five or six good months of that. So we are, we are living the salt life now and love it. And when I was in Pennsylvania, uh, my work at that time was primarily in executive higher education. I started out in student services worked my way up to academic dean, um, loved the work, loved the, the leadership role that I played, loved working with my faculty and staff. And so when we moved down to Florida, it was the perfect opportunity and time to launch and create my own business, Metamorphosis Coaching and Consulting. And what I do is I, I combine a, a combination of my education, educational background. So I leverage education with the leadership, and also the organizational psychology, which is what my, my PhD is in. And then whenever I can, Charlie, I like to, to pepper in a little bit of music because I'm a, I'm a classically trained musician. I play the double bass and also a little bit of electric bass. And so 
when, um, when the mood strikes me and I find it to be appropriate, I might use some music to help my clients get grounded, to help reduce stress, uh, to, and from an emotional intelligence perspective, help them to increase their self-awareness. So that's, wow. uh, that's in a nutshell. Well, I love the music background. We'll get into that a little bit later on because I, you know, I have a little bit of music background myself, but uh, not to the extent that you do. But, you know, tell us how you became interested in positive intelligence or PQ, as we call it. And, you know, you said you were, were very much uh, involved in emotional intelligence, otherwise known as EQ. And they're, they're two different things or may, may be complementary. You know, how would you define positive intelligence and emotional intelligence you know, and what are the similarities and the key differences and so forth? And you are really an authority on this. And I'm delighted that we've got an opportunity to talk about this. Oh, thank you. And, and you hit the nail on the head, Charlie, because there truly is a, a complement between PQ and EQ. So how I became interested in, in both of them, let's kind of start with the first part of the question. So positive intelligence came onto my radar, my screen, right at about the, the lowest point of the pandemic, when we were all in the, the most challenging times of lockdown. And I read a little bit about it. I had received several emails kind of in our little coaching network, and it seemed very interesting. I liked how it combined four different branches of science, um, but I was a little bit skeptical also. And I thought, well, it seems, seems too good to be true. It seems like it's, it's too simple, too good to be true. So, Boy, Donnie, I've got to tell you, you really hit the nail on the head that the skepticism is something that I see a lot of times when people talk about this. So thank you for mentioning that. But keep going. Keep going. For sure. Well, and I think healthy skeptic is, is there's nothing wrong with that. It's part of being a, a critical thinker. Um, so I, I, the more I read about this, and then I realized a lot of coaches in my network, and including a few masterminds that I belong to, they started going through the, pro the program. Well, it wasn't long before I heard about their experiences and the benefits that they reaped, and then also using with their clients, I thought, I got to get into this. So the rest is history. I went through the, the foundational program myself, loved it so much that I decided to then do the training for certification, did that. And then in early 2021, I started working with, with small groups, then large groups, then individuals. So I've, I've kind of done every permutation that's, that's out there. Um, emotional intelligence, how I got into that, that goes back actually probably almost 25 years or more. When I came across the seminal book on the topic by Daniel Goleman, Emotional Intelligence. And I was in grad school at the time, very, just always have been interested in professional de development, growth, and how we can transform ourselves and become the better version of ourselves. So long story short, Charlie, I read the book and I thought, wow, this is amazing stuff. And I'll, I'll kind of segue into a definition of it so, so we can share that with our, our listeners. But to have an understanding of something that can make us as successful, if not more successful than IQ, I thought, wow, that's something that I would like to learn more about. And maybe I can not only use it for myself, maybe I can use it to make some sort of a meaningful difference in the work that I do. And 
So let's let's define them a little bit. Let's go for it. Okay. I mean, I really love the fact that you know a lot about emotional intelligence, not only that, but positive intelligence. And let's dig into this. Okay. Come on. You got it. You got it. And and I consider myself a bit of a nerd on on EQ. Um, Just I like to read as much as I can from from the different books, different journals. Uh, of course, it, it crossed my desk when I was going through my doctoral training too, and, and that kind of really that sealed the deal for me. I just knew I had to, I had to uh, take it further. So positive intelligence, intelligence. You know, I really like to try and simplify whenever possible because I think that makes things meaningful. It makes it memorable, so we can so we can then apply it into our lives or with our clients. So my basic definition for positive intelligence is how it is responding to life's challenges with a positive growth-oriented joy and fulfillment as opposed to restrictive, stagnant, and limiting beliefs. So it's all about leveraging positivity. And the reason that it's so meaningful and impactful is it because it, it impacts not only our well-being, but our performance. So it's kind of like buckets for, for uh, helping us to achieve our greatest potential along with sustained happiness. So that's the PQ side of the equation. And then if we go over to emotional intelligence, oh my gosh, Charlie, the, the definitions that are out there that swirl around on emotional intelligence, they'll make, they'll make people's heads spin. So again, I'm going to try to go for simple as best and let's, let's keep it simple. You got um, it. I think the reason it, it can be so complex is it's many different skills. The model that I use is 15 different skills. So EQ encompasses a set of skills that, that helps us to do all kinds of useful things. Understanding what others want and need, um, understanding what we want and need, and then finding ways for our wants and needs to fit with those of others. It's, it's also staying calm when we're under pressure, faced with stressors. It's also being the kind of person that others want to be around. And it's also using our emotions to energize us to get lots of great things done. So I like to say that EQ is the secret sauce in, in the work that I do in developing leaders and, and building teams. And I'm also on to a new little tagline that I want to share with you, Charlie. It's hey, great. Let's go for it. Okay. It's uh, PQ plus EQ equals the new you. Let's, let, me, let me give that back to you, okay? I love formulas. PQ plus EQ equals the new you. Okay, yes. come on, Donnie. Tell me about it. Okay. So really what I love about these, these two strategies, I mean, these are the two strategies in my toolkit that I go to, is they truly complement one another. So first, the PQ is kind of like the foundation. What I love about the PQ, positive intelligence, so much is it goes to the root cause to how we get in our way, how we hold ourselves back, how we, how we become mentally hijacked. And by forming these, these new habits through this very simple mental operating system, we can then kind of overcome and, and conquer the ways that we sabotage and hijack ourselves. So what I love about that is it's, it's basically curing the symptom. 
instead of just slapping a Band-Aid on something. And look, we got to be real here. A lot of a lot of professional development and skill building can be just like putting a Band-Aid on a problem. But PQ solves that problem. So I like to I like to use that first as a foundation. And then the EQ is a wonderful complement because it, it takes the skill development to the next level. And it, it really the PQ just expedites my work so much with with emotional intelligence. It's kind of like uh, priming the pump, if you will, for wow. growth well, and that's, development. That's, that's impressive. And, and let, let me just ask you this, that emotional intelligence is largely a, a in, in an academic understanding of what's going on in the brain, what, from what I understand. I may be wrong on this, but then positive intelligence is more of a, 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 a there's, there's similarities and so forth, but it's a system of habits. Mm-hmm that you can, you can use to energize this. So they do kind of complement one another. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, my, my fuzzy understanding of this, can you elaborate a little bit on that? Yeah, yeah, and, and let's, let's kind of peel back the layer of the onion even more and, and go for even more simplistic. So I think the two things that probably overlap the most with PQ and EQ is, is awareness and regulation. So emotional intelligence, when, when someone is very low in EQ, they, they get hijacked. They also get hijacked, they, they derail. Um, let's, take, let's take someone who is newly promoted uh, into a management or leadership position. Most of the time people are promoted for either their technical knowledge or because they're a subject matter expert. But a lot of times they don't have the emotional intelligence, the the people skills, the stress tolerance, the problem solving, the um, interpersonal skills to know how to collaborate and work effectively with others. So EQ can can really make or break someone's um, effectiveness, someone's competency in in a leadership role. And then with positive intelligence, so emotional intelligence is is really about skill sets and and 15 different skills for the model that I use. And and we simplify it in terms of our awareness of ourselves and then how we regulate and also awareness of others and then how we influence, persuade and and manage those relationships. The positive intelligence, you definitely, I really agree with what you said it's more of, of a system of habits that we acquire, that we internalize, that become our, our new mental operating system, if you will, and, and just facilitates the skill building in such a beautiful way. It makes my work with emotional intelligence so much easier. Wow, because the positive intelligence can give you a way to energize and activate your wiser self and, and pull, into, pull into reality some of the other other academic kinds of understandings of the brain that you were involved with. Yeah, and you know, I think there's a lot of overlap and and dovetailing with, so on the positive intelligence side of the spectrum, we we have five different powers, or we could call them strategies that we go to. And there's a lot of overlap with, with those powers in emotional intelligence. For example, empathy. I mean, empathy is, is one of the, the biggest crossovers. It, it occurs on both sides for, for PQ and EQ. 
And then if we look at the other power, explore for PQ, that overlaps with empathy and self-awareness on the EQ spectrum. And then if we take the innovate power, well, that, that dovetails nicely with problem solving and stress tolerance in the EQ world. And then that wiser elder self that, that begin with the end in mind and focus on the things that matter and navigate, that's all about decision-making and stress tolerance. So there is just a wonderful, beautiful marriage and, and complement of these different skills and, and how we can blend them together. It kind of bridges the gap, really. Wow, you know, I tell you, that's one of the most succinct descriptions of how positive intelligence married is married to emotional intelligence. Let's go through that again, okay? For example, when you're coaching someone, you know, in, in, in positive intelligence, you started out with empathy, and then you go into the sage powers. So go through that again. That was beautiful, Donnie, what you just, what you just talked about. Go through it again, just a little bit. Okay. okay. And, and actually, you know, I, one of my colleagues, and, and I believe you know her, uh, Kathleen Fanning, she created a beautiful table of the five different sage powers for PQ. By the way, Kathleen Fanning from Tipperary, Ireland. Yeah. I love her dearly. Yes. And she's one of my guests periodically, but I'm sorry to distract you for that. But wow, I couldn't stop from mentioning that. Yes. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, agreed. I, I love her to pieces too. And, and she's a great, she's a great compliment to me because she, I feel like she keeps me grounded. She's just a wonderful, a wonderful friend, a wonderful colleague. So she created this table of the five superpowers and I was just using it yesterday in a small group. You can almost, for any type of challenge or opportunity, you can almost cycle through each of the five sage powers. And, and then of course they really do overlap and, and, and marry nicely with emotional intelligence. So empathy is, empathy is, is so underutilized. It's, I'm telling you, Charlie, if we had more people who mastered this skill of empathy, oh, we would have less conflict. We would have fewer wars. We would have, um, I'm sure we'd have left less divorce, um, fewer lawsuits, you know, all kinds of, our, our planet would just be a different place if more people mastered the skill of empathy. So that's one of them. And then that explore power, well, that's all about, let's, let's dig down and, and gather facts and data and be really self-aware. That's, that's the emotional intelligence piece, really drilled out of self-awareness. Yeah, the explore thing is when you're, when you're alerting your, your, your right brain and being able to explore what's going on in a particular issue. And uh, you're not you 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 can really dig down into the reality of what's uh, what's really at at stake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It takes practice though, and it does take doing those those PQ reps to to just get yourself grounded and and out of that survivor brain where all the you know the garbage swirls around and tells us we're not good enough or or we get stressed out from something and um, yeah. Couldn't agree more. So let me ask you this. What did uh, positive intelligence bring to you? You know, and what surprised you about it? With all your technical and academic training with your doctorate and so forth in psychology and so forth, uh, what did positive intelligence actually bring to you? 
Well, what I really appreciate about PQ is the fact that it, the simplicity of the system. Basically, we have the four different steps in this mental operating system. And especially from the past two years of going through the pandemic and now going into our third year, I think everyone appreciates the necessity for having more mental resilience. And so PQ is just all about building up the, that mindset and then the accompanying strategies to just kind of unleash our, our best self. So I love the simplicity. It, it also gave me a new signature program that I like to include now for every engagement that I do. I just kind of make it the foundation. I might not do it necessarily right away, but it's very near the beginning. So it, it depends. If it's a group, we might do a little bit of settling in first and um, breaking the ice, basically get to know one another and latch on to people's big whys and, and then really dive into the, the positive intelligence as the foundation. It just, it makes the rest of the work so much easier. We conquer our internal demons first and we really, we, we work on the intrapersonal. Once we've done that and we've mastered our own personal leadership system, we can then develop the interpersonal much more easily. Wow. Now, hey, Donnie, now, how has positive intelligence uh, affected you in terms of defining the niche of individuals that you like to coach? I mean, you are a terrific coach. And you, you know, how, how has positive intelligence complemented with emotional intelligence help you sharpen the definition of the niche to which you, you know, target yourself? Well, first of all, I'm humbled. Thank you for the, I appreciate your kind words. And again, I'll just go back to, it's been a really great foundation for me to use with, with my niche, which is mostly mid to senior level leaders. Now I, I do work with some newly promoted and that's fine too. And then of course some C-suite. Um, I tend to gravitate a little bit more towards the mid to senior level. So directors, VPs, and the reason that I like working with them and, and then of course using the positive intelligence is as you're ascending your way up that ladder, it, it can be very lonely. And again, these are the individuals who they've been promoted for, for their technical knowledge or expertise or because they're some sort of subject matter expert. And so they realize as they're going along, as they're, as they're slowly getting promoted that things become more challenging and that they need to have either some sort of a mentor, coach, um, a buddy of some sort, a strategic thinking partner, if you will, to help them be objective, have a lens to look at from beyond themselves and, and just bring out their best. I find that, that this particular niche, they're the most motivated. They're uh, what I call honest, open and willing and committed to do the work. So the positive intelligence just makes my job with that easier because first they're motivated, they're committed. And then secondly, I've got this program that's, as we know, is app-based, which is another great versatile part of, of PQ program, is uh, it just facilitates doing the emotional intelligence work by building upon the PQ. Wow. And now, 
when you, as you have applied this, what are some of the results that you're getting from your application of positive intelligence into your coaching practice? And you, you know, you've had a great coaching practice and so forth, but now you've integrated something new and, and, you know, maybe not new, but just a different twist. And uh, I'm sure that you run into skepticism and so forth when you first introduce it. But what are some of the re results that you're getting from your application of positive intelligence into your coaching practice? Well, you know, we're still about a year and a half into this since, uh, uh, since I began using the program. So the data is still coming out. But I can tell you I've had a couple clients who have, who have not only become more productive and higher performing. Uh, they've also they've also tamed some of those inner gremlins that previously would have had them um, stressing out over things that just really don't matter that much. So so just kind of curtailing some of the the, the stressors and and also boosting performance and productivity and it's helped them get promoted. So I had that happen with, with two individuals, very proud of that. Um, one of the individuals in particular had so, such great gains in interpersonal relationships, mainly because of empathy, I'll tell you that. I love that <laughs> empathy. And just leveraging the, the power of empathy in relating and connecting to others um, that she was promoted to a higher level position. And then I think another thing that I'm really savoring lately is I've become just recently, when I was doing the earlier, the earlier groups and, and the individuals, I, I focused mainly on the foundation instead of this whole concept of mental fitness or mental resilience for life. The last small group that I finished right before the holidays, so this was mid-December 2021, we... Um, we opened the Pandora's box of what does this look like for after the foundational, the, as we call it, the GROW program. And Charlie, I was very excited to, to have 100% participation. Oh my gosh, in the growth program, that's yeah. following the, the six or seven week program that you put through, through people through, you've had people continue on in the growth program. Yes, and, and it's a small group, However, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna have any sort of a, a scarcity mentality here. We're gonna celebrate the fact that I love this group of uh, of gals. We have amazing conversations. We just had one yesterday. They're open. They receive. We we get into some really deep hot seat issues, and and really it's all about this mental resilience for life. And it affects the three different buckets, the performance and productivity, our relationships with others, and well-being. It's beautiful stuff. Wow. Uh, Donnie, now, how, how else do you use, you know, shifting from your, you know, you're working with clients and so forth, but how, do, how else do you use positive intelligence in your own daily life and your work? Mm, okay. So on most days, I start out my morning with a longer PQ rep session myself. And I typically do this, Charlie, when I'm walking my dog. I have a few favorite things that I love to do. Um, as we know, the, the PQ reps, as we call them, is to focus 
pretty intently on a physical sensation. So I'm out walking my dog in the morning and I'll cycle through a combination of, I'll either listen to the birds, I'll listen for things that are a little bit farther away in the background. I'll become very fascinated with textures and colors of some of our beautiful tropical plants and foliage here in Florida. Um, of course, uh, I, I love using breath also as well. Although the, the focusing on the temperature of breath in Florida is, it's, it's almost always warm or hot. So it, <laughs> it might vary, it might yeah. vary a couple of degrees left or right. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's nothing too substantive there. So anyway, the long, the long and the short of it is that I like to start off my day with, with a 15, 12 to 15 minute session. And I do that because then I've got that, I start the day with a fully charged battery. And it just, it kind of positions me for a more successful, more fulfilling day. And yeah, then of course I will do the breaks throughout the day. Um, I am like most other people though, I think uh, perfectly imperfect. So it, I might not get the, all the challenges in every single day. Well, as Shirzad says, you probably have built up quite a, a good array of PQ muscle. I have, it, it's, it's been in the 900s for, uh, consistently for the past several months. So I'm pretty, I'm pretty pleased with that. Wow. 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 Now, okay. You've had, you've had a tremendous amount of experience being a coach uh, for people in, in your own niche and so forth. But as you, as you look back at the experience you've had, what kind of advice would you have for coaches who might consider positive intelligence as another tool you know, in their coaching toolkit? Yeah, well, absolutely. I think it's a no brainer. Uh, I say, go for it. You know, the, the world of coaching can be very challenging. The, the bar to entry is very low and yet the bar to success is pretty high. The PQ program offers a signature program that really any coach can incorporate and use in their work. And what I love about it is how it, how it combines neuroscience, positive psychology, the performance science, and um, what's the other one I missed? Cognitive psychology. So it's all about transformation. It's all about co-creating. It's all about bringing out the best in those that we work with. So I, I say go for it, and especially as long as, as they continue to have this grant that's underwriting some of the training, I say go get it while the getting's good. <laughs> you got it, which is, which is exactly what you did. And, uh, you know, what, you, you, what kind of advice would you can give to people who wanted to uh, not only have the benefit of knowing positive intelligence, but also a good knowledge of emotional intelligence mm -hmm. in their coaching practice. They do, as you said, and you described it very well, they complement one another. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And it, it might not be appealing to everyone because uh, the emotional intelligence model is, is a little bit more complex. Positive intelligence definitely simplifies that. So I, I love the way it, it facilitates. I think um, for anyone who's interested in learning a little bit more about emotional intelligence, they should read up on it and see if it 
if it lights them up, if, if it's appealing, and then absolutely go for it. The only, the only caveat that I think I would um, insert here, Charlie, is make sure you do some sort of a program that has a certification attached to it. There's a lot of, there's a lot of, there are a lot of programs out there that are not valid or not reliable because they don't have the research or the science backing behind it. As long as there's a certification to it and, and we're, we're checking to make sure it's a model that's been around for quite some time, uh, then I think that's fantastic. Go for it. Get, but, some, get some certification with something that's that's well grounded and pro proven to be scientifically effective. Mm -hmm. And then just, you know, the bottom line is, Donnie, it works. Yes, yes. It yes. works. And we're going for credibility here. So that's that's why I say the certification is really important. You don't want to just be a hang out a shingle and be a, you know, a, a wizard. Well, you've got it. Well, you've got it all. And I want to thank you so much, Donnie, for joining me. Uh, today, this has been a lot of fun. Le you know, learning about how positive intelligence and emotional intelligence coaching can complement one another—not compete with one another, but 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 actually complement one one another—and how they may be effectively applied. But now, let's get down to some nitty-gritty details. You know, obviously, there are people that would want to contact you, and you know, because you are a fabulous coach. How, how can someone contact you? Okay, so I'm, I'm chuckling here because 12 years ago when I launched my, my business, Metamorphosis Coaching, you know, that alone is quite a mouthful of words. And it was, it was long before we understood these things like URLs and use short, catchy things anyway. So my website is themetamorphosiscoach.com. And I know okay, that okay. the .com. Yes, but I've got some little uh, workarounds to that because okay. I realized several years ago that it's difficult to spell, difficult to remember. So an easier way is coachdonny.com. As long as they're spelling my nickname correctly, D-O-N-I, coachdonny.com. Coachdonny.com. Okay. Yeah. And then another way, another easy way is uh, it's a pretty different, unique name. I, I love to connect on LinkedIn. Just uh, look up Donnie Landefeld. I guarantee there's only one of them. <laughs> Donnie Landefeld on LinkedIn. You yep. are fantastic. Now, wow. I, would, I, I have to put a little plug for myself here. Yes, by all okay. means. Oh, okay. Well, you can contact me if you're interested in career coaching and that sort of stuff. It's charliejetcoaching.com. You know, I'm available, uh, you know, on that uh, particular website. And, you, of course, you can always tune in to podcastpq.com, which is where we are right now. And, uh, you know, I want to thank all of you for joining us. Uh, this has been fabulous talking with our, with, our, with our good friend, Donnie. And we'll see you all soon in our next Podcast PQ episode when we'll discuss the practical application of positive intelligence in a different area of interest.